0: We might, want to, we might want to call it a podcast about other things and social etiquette.
1: I'm good with that. It's all we have. We have each other. Hold me. I'm good.
0: All right. I'm miss-
1: I'm missing out. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. Yeah. That's-
0: <laughs> the last words of the sad, lonely man at the bar. <laughs> You're missing out! Fine! I'll go home. See my cat. The lonely man at the bar also has cats. Yeah.
1: Oh, he's a perfect match for lonely girl at the bar.
0: <laughs> That's true. If only they could get together. They're <laughs> so lonely. The worst is I picture him, uh, you know, the cat loses interest. and he yells at the cat. You're missing out! I could have pet you all night. <laughs> I don't need you. Do you not know? do you know? do you know? don't, push and don't me. Do you know? it's hey, it's the Doom to Fail Podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs with me, as ever. The lovely Catherine Cogart. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Catherine, how are you? You seem so just wonderful today.
1: Oh, really? Well thank you. Yeah. You're so much nicer than usual today. <laughs> what happened?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm angling for presents.
1: <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: No, exactly. This is this is the plan. It's uh you know, Santa's uh Santa's making that list
1: the list has been made by now. He's definitely in toy production.
0: No, I like to think Santa is, is kind of chronically behind.
1: He just... <laughs> is that why he's balding? He's just pulling out his hair. Exactly.
0: <laughs> he's led a stressful life.
1: Oh, hey, I mean... it's Christmas time. I just remembered. It is almost time for my Christmas classic. Uh,
0: your Christmas classic?
1: I Well, actually, I have two Christmas classics. First well, of all, the uh, Claymation uh, community christmas special
0: sure yeah uh uh, abed's wild and crazy christmas something like that something like that something like that
1: and also uh mst3k's santa versus the devil
0: yes wait wait i watched part of that at some point how did that happen
1: i made you watch it last christmas that's why
0: yeah ah well they are they are the opposing forces in our uh, in the dominant culture this oh, is what man. we've come to. It's yeah, <laughs> Presents are good, and then bad things we don't like are all some demon. That's fun. Uh, to be honest, that is basically how my, my emotional life operates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine too. Yeah.
1: It makes things easy.
0: It's just on a really basic level. Oh boy, this this week we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> conventions. Conventions of all kinds, or maybe not all kinds. Some kinds. What kind of conventions are we talking about?
1: Oh, industry kinds?
0: Uh, yeah, basically anything where a bunch of people in suits get together and, uh, pretend they like each other <laughs> yeah, over a common topic. Yeah. That's what we're, we're with discussing. With the
1: title of networking.
0: Yes, networking! Anything you need to show up to with business cards. So I thought we could do a little day in the life. Now, you and I have both been to, to industry conferences, or, or, or conferences, right? Yes. Uh, so perhaps you you could sort of talk me through a day where you went to one.
1: Okay. Well, I Let's went, paint some pictures. I went to one specifically to man our booth.
0: Oh, you were on the other side. I was
1: on the other side.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. You're the enemy.
1: <laughs> I'm <am> very pleasant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yet, and yet. Tell me more. I'd like to know more. You, All right. So y- you come in. So There's I came in.
1: I got my booth manning ID. Little.
0: You, you get there ID. real early in the morning? Or, I got there at or about or? 7. Okay. Early, but not real early. Yeah. Not crazy early.
1: I mean, we set up the night before, so. Yeah. So I got there, got my little ID badge, and then I partook in the complimentary networking breakfast.
0: Oh, so great.
1: Delicious. Yeah. Very good.
0: This was, uh, so basically this this was a room somewhere, uh, a mid-sized room, and maybe it was large. Was it large?
1: It was actually the lobby, so it was kind of open, yeah. and it was overlooking the, bo- the bottom floor of the convention center.
0: Sure. This is the uh, what is the name of that convention center there downtown Seattle? The Seattle
1: Convention Center.
0: Yeah. Oh, creatively <laughs> named. Um, but that one. Uh, so you so you'd be in there and you're just eating croissants. Basically, there's all these like tables with white tablecloths. Cranberry and, uh, muffin, actually. Continental breakfast food. Yeah. And everyone's got name tags. Mm-hmm. And you're. Did you talk to people? Is this your? Were you networking?
1: I Yeah, a little bit, little bit. Mm. There wasn't any tables open, so I joined a stranger. And, you know, oh,
0: that's nice.
1: He was in utilities and solar and stuff, and I was in... What do you do? <laughs> I work for a consulting firm that specializes in liquid biofuels, like biodiesel, cellulosic ethanol, and even gaseous biofuels. Listen, like this has been great, but I got some sh- other
0: people to talk to. Um, Nobody t-
1: said that to me.
0: Oh my god, I was talking to this guy. So, uh, <laughs> we'll come back to you, but I'm more important. I was talking to this guy uh at the the conference I'd been to and this was an academic conference that I went to basically because I knew some people going there and um it was a good excuse to visit my sister and um and but because I'm not in academia, it was it was just crazy <laughs> how dismissive they were of me. Um it was mostly fine. Everyone was polite and we chatted. But this one guy, I said, "Oh, hi, I'm Tim." And he said, "Hey, who are you with?" And I was like, "Oh, well, nobody. I'm, 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 you know, not with a college or anything like that." Okay, cool, cool. You thinking of going to grad school? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I just want to, you know, talk to people and stuff. Great. Hey, listen, man, good luck. I can't help you out. I got other people to talk to. And just like bolted. It was so like, yeah, wow, mild, mild uh, autism there. Great.
1: Well, academia.
0: (laughs) Yeah, those guys, huh? Anywho, so you you, you get some free networking breakfast. Yes. So we'll have to come back to networking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then I start flagging people down as they walk through.
0: Okay, so you're out in the lobby area.
1: No, now I'm in the actual convention showcase room.
0: Okay, so this looks like... uh, Paint this picture for me. I've never been there.
1: All right. So I walk down... The hall of panels.
0: <laughs> so this to my is... left
1: and right, there's little panels going on.
0: And when you say panels, there's uh, they're they're little smaller rooms, maybe, yeah. or okay. like with a
1: speaker or like a panel
0: or and some kind of easel out front or that says what times things are going on. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Okay. And then, at the very b- back of the hallway, there's a big sort of showcase room with lots of different industry or company booths.
0: Now, we're going to have to stretch this out. What yeah. is a showcase room?
1: Showcase room? Oh, it's where all the booths are. Like, right what is else it, would it be?
0: Is it just a big room is what I'm saying? It's just a huge Normally, square room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, without any booths. And then they, they fill they it up. with tables.
1: They fill it with tables and cheap curtains.
0: Mm. <laughs> yes, cheap curtains. God, it's the same everywhere. Yep. Um, and then so you sit at one of those and then others mill through? Yeah. How do you flag people down?
1: Well, I'm actually quite good at this because I recruited for a fair share of uh, organizations, <laughs> student <laughs> organizations in college, so I'm quite practice at flagging people down while they don't really want to talk to you. And in this one, they might actually want to talk to you, so this was way easier. Well, so
0: what is the, the goal? You know, your boss says hey, you got to go to this thing, and you say, hey, great, I don't have to sit in the office today. And then what else does he tell you to get done? It's, hey, try to get some people interested, or, hey, try to uh, extort some money from some folks. You just sit there going, I know what you did! I saw you! We have the documents!
1: I wonder what would happen if you went on a street and then just started yelling that at people.
0: I think, yeah, like 1 in a, one in 500 or 1 in 1,000 might be like, uh-oh, I better do what this lady says.
1: <laughs> I just wonder how long it would take you before someone came up to you and was like, okay, what do you want?
0: I don't know, but, hmm, might need to do some, some let's just say 1 in 1,000, right? 1 in 1,000 people has a deep, dark secret that they, they are afraid to be blackmailed of. Something oh, big enough that would they would be. I would say
1: more than that for sure well, and
0: also, uh, who believes you might know and also like is it was bad enough that they are in serious, serious trouble if something goes bad, you know, like I sure I have like uh oh that guy I pretend to like I actually don't like or whatever, but I don't you know, know i wouldn't I wouldn't I would pay someone say money like that one in about ten public. people let's
1: think about this, let's do the math. One
0: right, in ten quick.
1: people has a blackmailable secret do you think so yes
0: do you do you do, 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 I don't want you to incriminate yourself?
1: I'm not going to tell you anything.
0: But I saw you. You have to talk. I saw the terrible things you did.
1: I know. I know you're con.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Could be. Maybe one in ten. All right, fine. One in ten. And then maybe one in ten of those, it's bad enough that you could get some serious scratch. Do you think?
1: I would say one in five. Really? Well, if it's blackmailable, it's already pretty bad, right?
0: I suppose so. I don't know. You live in a much darker world than I do. You live in a much darker world than I do, I think. Well,
1: darker and edgier.
0: <laughs> you are the reboot of me, I think. That's how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that it was like Spider-Man, like they had to keep using a license or else they couldn't do it. So 2 years later, they made they're like, "Well, let's do something like Tim but darker and edgier."
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. yeah.
1: Or else they wouldn't own you anymore. <laughs> You, you really have to stop selling your image to
0: Marvel. <laughs> but a I need the money so bad. <laughs> I just you're picturing me in an office, just being like, "You guys need to get on the Tim brand." <laughs> Look at all the things I could do. Here's an artist rendering of me on a trapeze. Here's an artist <laughs> rendering of me doing some math. <laughs> Why don't we just come back in a moment <laughs> on the do fail podcast?
1: Thank you for calling the Convention Industry Council. This is Janine. How may I help you?
0: Hi, Janine. My name is Tim Dobbs. I produce a, uh, a podcast about the infrastructure of our everyday lives, and we're doing an episode on conferences and meetings, and I was hoping maybe there would be someone I could talk to about, um, maybe for just like five minutes, about kind of what skills are required to put together a conference. I thought maybe you might be a good person to come to. Um, can
1: you hold on just a moment? I'll yeah, let sure. you speak with our program manager. Hang on a second.
0: Sorry, the person you are trying to reach is not available at this moment. Please leave a message after the tone. When you have finished, you may either hang up or... That didn't really work out. Oh, (laughs) wow. Hey, we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast. Hey there. We were... (laughs) Let's see. I think you were extorting people when we left off. Um, No,
1: no, no. We were finding out the probability that you could extort people. Like... What, in how many people
0: right well uh, i I think that might be something that we will have to leave to the listeners.
1: I'm guessing one in five hundred
0: all right um I don't know I'll say one in a thousand <laughs> we'll see yeah tune in, Facebook uh tell us how what <laughs> uh, on an order of magnitude calculation how uh, how what percentage of people can't could you reasonably extort? With no real knowledge. But we were also talking about your day uh, at a conference. So you're sitting there and waving people down. Is that your whole day? Or?
1: uh yeah, that was my whole day.
0: Uh, okay, so you don't you don't go to? Are there were there evening festivities? What was I totally could have
1: gone to other like the panels and stuff. And there was mm-hmm. an evening fest festivity that I didn't go to because my feet were killing me.
0: Hmm. You uh-huh. stood all day. Yeah. So this is uh, also this is uh what is the attire at the at this?
1: Uh, All suits. You're
0: uh, wearing something fancy.
1: Business casual type of thing. I mean, okay. it definitely runs the spectrum. I would say.
0: Ran I'm always surprised spectrum. because I'll 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 swap with you and tell you my story. Okay. Um, I went to uh, I, uh twice now I've gone to the American Institute of Chemical Engineers uh annual conference, which is a national conference that uh for some reason I keep going to even though I get nothing out of it. <laughs> But it's an academic conference, because it, in theory you can go as an industry person, but for the most part it's like, grad students go, and I, my theory is that basically it's a carrot you can dangle out in front of grad students and say like, here's a benchmark for you to get something done, because if I don't give you this, you won't have any benchmarks for the next two years, and you'll get lazy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, but I think grad students are notoriously terrified of their PIs. That's true. They're the backbone of our knowledge-gaining force.
0: It actually, it might be, it might be vaguely true because of basic science. I mean, like, you know, who else actually carries out the experiments that let you do the theory that let you figure out that whatever this thing about semiconductors, which then twenty years down the line will be able to make a better computer. Which I think makes
1: them the backbone of our knowledge growth.
0: Could be. It's not the worst. It's not the worst pretense. Uh, We'll make another poll. Who is the backbone? Backbone. Of our knowledge. It's probably me. Um, <laughs> well, you're
1: so damn tall. You make a great backbone.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I will, but by that logic, I'm the femur of, of our economy. And maybe we can extend that to podcasting as a whole. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think that uh, podcasting is the appendix of our economy.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to get rid of it unless it's really troubling you. I- <laughs> I think maybe more it's like the uh, vestigial nipple, like if you have a third nipple. um, I think because it's like, that's kind of cool. That's, yeah, all right. Uh, But not super useful. Boy, we got off track pretty fast. Yes, we did. about, oh, grad students. Uh, These academic conferences, it's basically, um, yeah, grad students, there's like a thousand of them. Or at least this one I went to, there's, like, a thousand or more, and they all give these ten-minute talks just over, and, and they're all going on at once, and there's, and, you know, 50 million different different rooms uh, where all these talks are going on. And, uh, yeah, basically, I just walked around and, like, would sit in some that seemed kind of interesting, and half of them were awful, because, again, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's not that Boy, specialty. I really don't like grad students this episode. Um but then but then the, the evening festivities is kind of like the point as near as I can tell because you want to talk about networking. You were talking about a networking breakfast, which is fine, but I'm still tired in the morning. Uh, but the evenings go on, and we've all like, yeah, whatever, gone to these sessions or walked and had uh, people wave us down from liquid fuels consulting firms. Hey there. Um, hey. Yeah. Hey,
1: how are you doing?
0: Yeah. Well, give me your pitch. I want to hear this. How do you?
1: How do I flag people down? Yeah, I'm. I'm walking
0: by. And I've got, uh, you know, my, my computer case next to me, and I'm looking kind of in the other direction and forward, you know, as I walk past you. Okay. But I'm pretty close. I'm within earshot. Like, I mean, you don't, I don't, don't get have to, everybody. Like,
1: if you really don't want to talk to me, then I definitely don't want to talk to you.
0: Mm, that's, that's fair. That's a good approach different. to life. Yeah.
1: However, you'd be surprised how effective, uh, like, a five-foot-one girl with nice hair and contacts and makeup
0: well, uh, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. You have a crazy advantage in engineering being a pretty girl. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for calling me pretty. You called me ugly earlier.
0: Isn't it crazy how just, like, it slides back and forth?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like you can't trust me at all.
1: It's like uh, I have, uh, Schrodinger's appearance.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> it's an uncollapsed waveform, uh... <laughs> Well what's the uh what's the Heisenberg uh analog there? Like so if I can know your prettiness to a certain extent, what is the thing that I can't know?
1: Uh you can't know
0: Your location
1: <laughs> <laughs> No no no. There's something better. Uh you can't
0: know Oh your intelligence. That's gotta be it, right? That's it. That's yeah. it <laughs> This is this Oh yes, this is this is the uh uh cogurt Dobbs uh pretty girl uncertainty uh principle, I think. <laughs> or maybe pretty person. I I think it actually applies to men as well. Really good looking people in general.
1: Or I think even if they are very ugly. Mm-hmm. I think we make assumptions about their intelligence.
0: Yeah, no, I think uh knowledge about uh specific knowledge and judgment about someone's looks, uh Creates a sort of questioning of their intelligence. Yes. Whereas, and the better if you
1: know someone, the more you know about their intelligence, and the less you can really tell if they're good-looking or not. You stop thinking about it. Yeah.
0: Because they're just yeah, they're they're a not important uh, face. To th- th- they are they are the avatar of a concept at that point. Exactly. This is pretty good. I like it. I'm glad we got something done today. <laughs> uh, so uh what do i got about these academic conferences oh yeah so the evening festivity seems like the whole point but maybe it's just because it was academic because i'm pretty sure professors just like getting drunk and that's why they became professors i have a lot of problems with academia i don't know if that's coming through um, i
1: think you had a very bad experience at this conference
0: Two. i went to this thing twice <laughs>
1: yeah i think that's the mistake you made
0: mm, well because it well here's the thing though so you had a job at your conference right
1: I did have a job, yes.
0: Yeah, I did not have a job. I basically just wanted to go check out cool stuff. And so losing that sort of mission kind of makes it seem like, what are you doing here? It's it's like, and because it's a conference where you're sort of, it specifically only has a certain type of person at it, um, it would be like showing up to, you know, play on an intramural soccer team, but refusing to play soccer or being like, guys, I don't play, but like, come on, let's like share some Gatorade. like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah. Um, the awkward thing I would say from like having a mission is
0: mm-hmm. that
1: once you realize, like that guy, once you realize that, like, no, that the person you're talking to, like, isn't in your field or isn't going to be useful or you won't be useful to each other, I guess is the thing. Yeah. Then it's like you both know that it's time to end the conversation, but how do you end it <laughs> without being a giant dick?
0: Oh, I don't think it's that hard. I mean, it uh, it takes a practiced uh, a, a practice socialite, but it's totally doable. I mean, so, so how do you feel about this? I'm uh, still
1: practicing. This is,
0: but but you're you are an up and comer. Um, oh, thanks, honey. Uh, well, uh, how do you think about this? As far as this is my my party time principle, I've got a lot of these today for some reason. Um, but it's occurred to me. I, I think the rule should basically be um, there's three phases of a conversation at a party, you know, a sort of party where there's a fair number of people going around and many different conversations. Um, and there's the first phase, which really should be, uh, let's say less than five minutes. Um, and that's like small talk and whatever. If you do not like come across some special reason to keep talking to that person, it is incumbent upon you to leave within five minutes, both parties, Sometimes it's hard, so maybe only one is the only one to figure out a tactful way out. But you need to leave that conversation or let other people in if it's a big conversation. But one-on-one, it's like, it's time to go. We talked for five minutes already. Unless it's like, oh, you also love Beanie Baby collecting. Let's talk about that. (laughs) And then you can move into phase two, which has, you know, you're talking about something really specific that you both like. And you're getting to know each other better. And you're um, finishing this up with, you know, hey, Uh let's make sure we talk about this more in the future. Um, possibly even later at the party, you can you, you can come back at any time to these people, but you yes. need to like once you've
1: entered entered phase two, right.
0: right? Well, even even your phase one people, you can go talk to again at the okay. party. It's okay. not like you need to forget them forever, but like I you do just... what I can to. Mm. Um, <laughs> they're just the worst. <laughs> the first, The phase one people are just so. I mean, they're ugly and they're not intelligent.
1: <laughs> well, we can't be as far sure as I know of yeah. both of those things. Who's
0: to say? Uh, so that phase two, up to 20 minutes, I think you get to talk about this person about beanie baby collecting for 20 minutes. And then at that point, you know what? It's time to move on. I know that we both super love this thing, but like, here's my card. Let's make sure you send me an email later or whatever. I mean, not everyone has a card, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but, and, and then you can come back and talk about it more, but like, go talk to your other friends. It's a party. If you want to talk more than 20 minutes, if there are times when it's like this is not enough, you need to seriously be saying to this person, do you want to, like, go grab a bite to eat or something? Like, that's when it's time to leave the party. If you can't let this person, you know, hey, we just talked for 20 minutes, but we need to keep talking right now and no one else can come into our sphere of conversation. This is just us. Leave. That's what I think. Those are phases one, two, and three. See, that's really you... <laughs> interesting
1: because I am a huge uh, perpetrator of expanding phase two way longer than it needs to go. Oh, see, but uh,
0: it's it's impolite. It's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying you're you know a war criminal, but uh, thank you. I think I, I think the thing to enough. do. It's, it's after 20 minutes or so mm-hmm. uh, of phase two, you mm-hmm. say, like, hey, I'm going to go grab a drink. Let's talk some more later. You go, you get a drink, you, you chat with some other people, you can come back to them. It's fine. But, like, give them a break, give them a moment. Maybe they need to pee and they can't tell you that. Or maybe they're super bored with the thing you're talking about and they've been just so nice to you. Like, the, this is how you are polite to people, I think. This is my, my party consideration talk. That's a good
1: Networking. point. Networking. Yeah. That's a good point. As a <laughs> as a pretty girl, I assume that everyone always wants to be talking to me.
0: It's possible. <laughs> uh, boy, society has taught you some things, hasn't it? It really
1: it? has, and not the good kind.
0: Uh, whatever. I mean, it'll be fine for you until you're, like, you know, whatever, past the age where our culture accepts you as sexually uh, attractive. I think when I'm 30, attractive. I'm going to go yeah. through
1: some shit when I'm 30. And then I'm gonna be a normal person for the rest of my life.
0: God willing. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I think we got off topic again. We'll be right back to the Doom we to Fail Don? Podcast. Who knows? I don't understand how it back on the doom to fail podcast so a thing for me about conferences and perhaps you've had the same experience and perhaps not because again you you sort of you were working in a a sense um but the thing for me is that it feels very otherworldly and i think that's kind of on purpose how so well the first thing that i noted down is that they use all these words that you just don't use in the rest of your life uh plenary session roundtable meeting poster session keynote speaker okay uh,
1: that's true yeah i don't hear that
0: reception which um i know is a word that we often use otherwise but it means something really specific there because it's like it's like a thing in the evening where uh, a company or a university or whatever will host a room for you can come in and like supposedly network or something i don't know what the point is oh and then I have a huge list of words that all mean meeting that are just used separately, so you've got session colloquium, seminar panel, workshop forum um, and of course talk and all I and mean all
1: a that lot of those work. are sit down and listen to somebody else talk, which is not in my mind a meeting
0: right well, but they're uh, most of those are basically thing you can come see, you know what I mean, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, but they're, they're very slightly different versions because all of those are different. I mean, I think that's as good an argument as any for why it's another world is that this is a world in which you need 10 words to mean people getting together because it's so specific to this.
1: Like how Eskimo- Eskimos need so many words for snow.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's just like that
0: <laughs> Have you been to the International Eskimo Conference? <laughs> all right. So... As the, the, the more I dug into this, as, as I, I, I usually do, is uh, I started to think about, who is putting these things on? Because they're all the same, right? This, yes. is, this is another reason that they are otherworldly, is that, much like airports, they are all vaguely the same. And I think that's on purpose. You're supposed to be in a sort of non-place, so that you can carry out your convention.
1: They're all the same and unlike anything else.
0: Yeah, like airports. Um, which also actually, incidentally, uh, it got me thinking about the architecture of them. Did Did you ever think about like how they really are kind of like, mm, uh, crown jewels? The wrong word, but they're a big deal. A city's convention center is a big deal because it's a landmark. It's a landmark, and it. One of its functions... I mean, it's it's a not-anything building, right? Mm -hmm. It's a building where you can stand around, is the idea. Yeah. Uh, And so it doesn't need to, like, I don't know, have water slides in it or whatever. You don't need functions like that. So it just has to look super pretty, because one of its functions is to be a tourist thing. Right. And mostly out-of-towners will be there anyway. And then it just needs huge spaces, like halls, rooms of varying size. Like, that's all it is. Um. I don't know. It just seemed like it would be super cool. If I was an architect, I think I would want to design those.
1: Yeah, that would be an awesome project for an architect.
0: Yeah. Plus, you get to do this whole thing where it's, like, it's not anywhere, but also it has, like, these scenes of, you know, the downtown Denver or whatever. Mm-hmm. You hmm know, Yeah. Seems like a real win, but... Yeah. That's yeah, um, true. But, so, so the, the the thing was, so, there's all these things, and there are these massive buildings, and... Someone's putting this on. They're all the same, so there must be standards. Well, it turns out, of course there are. Um, There's at least 12 different conference planner organizations that offer certifications to certified conference planners who who get to have fun letters after their names like CMP, CFE, CMM, CSAEP, DMCP.
1: Oh, my.
0: Yeah. That's fascinating. I want to get letters after my name.
1: You know... um, Electricity at a conference can cost like $300 if you want electricity for your booth.
0: Wow. Well, like, yeah, so I both mean, it's is
1: like at least $500. And then if you want electricity, that's an extra like 300
0: Well, they got to make money some way, right? I wanted to dig up some statistics on like our conference's moneymakers and for whom.
1: I think they are giant money makers for like these big conference planning consulting firms or the company that runs the conference center.
0: Yeah, I want actually. I don't know who owns conference centers because usually an airport is owned by the port authority. Do you think there's some sort of like city tourism board that would own a conference center? Uh,
1: yeah, I bet you're right. Let's see. I want to look oh. this up. Well,
0: while you look that up, uh, you're right though. Uh, two hundred and sixty-three billion dollars is spent annually on conferences, and apparently I I didn't follow the math, but I was reading an economic report on meetings put together by the Convention Industry Council, and uh. 106 billion of that goes towards gdp which is 0.7% of the total gdp which is not nothing it's much 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 more than not nothing no yeah that's kind of crazy even uh yeah. and also 1.7 million jobs uh belong to conference planners in the united states um or people in the conference conference industry
1: yeah i think it's owned by an independent company
0: huh uh, you're looking at the Seattle Conference Center? Yeah. or I suppose it's, it's an interesting venture. It basically. has it's a
1: little board of directors, which hmm. are all like chamber of commerce people.
0: Right. That makes sense. Huh. Yeah, it's like a stadium or some other grand civic work. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Except the thing about them is that they're just like, I mean, so this is the other thing I started thinking about, like, what does it take to be a conference planner? What What are you concerned about? What What are the tests you pass to get all those letters after your name? And it seems to me like it's essentially logistics and physical movement, you know, like, all right, let's lift <laughs> these boxes and put them over there or, like, whatever. And I guess, you know, as the planner itself, you, you would just do logistics. But it it occurred to me that in some ways this is just sort of a really pure version of what working is.
1: Well, like, it is you know, work, so that makes sense.
0: Mm, but, but there's a difference in that, so... What you do every day, you Catherine Koger, is probably some logistics, some like physical movement, um, but also y- you think about very specific things. You know, uh, you work in Excel or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and and because you're thinking about molecules or what have you, whereas, whereas this is kind of just like oh, people and places and things shifting in between the two. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of oh, and timing of course. It just, is, it feels to me like the really raw building blocks of like, yeah, like it's as general as it gets is what I mean. If you're good at planning anything, you can be good at planning these. Okay. Well, that is the Doom to Fail podcast for this week. That was conferences. I think we, we touched on um, some of what the experience is like. It was an impression impressionistic portrait of, of conferences and we'll be back next week talking at you some more. I hope every one of you out there has just the awesomest week and uh boy i hope we have the awesomest week too but we'll do our best we'll let you know getting up every day just <laughs> grinding that wheel oh boy all right well we'll see you soon Take bye, you bye. Home, I'm feeling stressed. put down your phone and i'll tell you what's happening next honey I'm passing the test She sees what she wants to see. <laughs>